0: Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loma nail, and remember, no droids allowed hello everybody welcome back to the cantina i was about to just talk over this like the intro was still playing uh welcome back to the cantina here on the genreverse youtube channel and genreverse podcast network available wherever you get your podcasts from i am kyle joined today by cam clark and shockey how's it going guys doing good um, good to hear good to hear if this is your first time with us. Well, welcome Please hit that subscribe button and uh, be sure to check out other content here on the channel that you can see on screen right now If you're watching us on YouTube, we've got anime reactions trailer reactions breaking geek radio and daily cog cover everything you can imagine in uh, Geek and entertainment uh, pop culture news and of course here the cantina for Star Wars if you like Star Wars stuff guess what we've got some Star Wars merch cantina logo shirts and our uh a trilogy wars math shirt as we call it you can get the ot being greater than the pt and greater than the st i mean i'd just put one greater than sign ot greater than all else but hey that's me oh. uh uh more stuff coming as well as lots of other con uh 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 lots of other um stuff from the genre verse it's been a while since we've done uh the cantina guys the last Last, Last Mando one was season was after. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, we we like, had like two news.
1: We had a couple of news ones, but, you know, there's not been a hell of a lot to talk about because there's not been no well. shows or movies since then. And there's been a few bits of news, but nothing,
0: you know, huge. Not too yeah. much. Um, well, guys, here here we are, Ahsoka Episodes 1 and 2 review. Uh, we'll do a quick spoiler-free uh, kind of uh, overview from the three of us, and then we'll get into the good and, and bad with some spoilers, uh, talk about what we think might happen. we got to be careful because, you know, hey, in this business, sometimes you hear things, and uh, it is what it is. But um, I'm going to be selfish, and as the, the one guy here who has watched very limited rebels a handful Mm -hmm. of of episodes and a handful of of episodes of of uh clone wars um this was one of the shows i've been most worried about uh on a few things one am i going to be able to uh enjoy it without you know, the the wealth of knowledge and, and experiences that come from Rebels and, and Clone Wars. Uh, I've got some fears about the world between world, worlds and stuff like that. Um, I'm not the world's biggest prequel guy. As a matter of fact, I'll never watch the prequels again unless I am seriously compensated monetarily. That being said, this was pretty damn good uh it starts out real well uh i'm not a big fan of the way they did the crawl but hey i haven't liked a crawl since the original trilogy so <laughs> a lot of the crawls in star wars uh uh ever since the ot have been eh, various uh levels um but i love the intro stuff with uh ba- balin or Baylor. uh, uh ba- and ba- and ba- the Ba-Lin. female ba- thank you and the female i can't remember her name Sh- at the there it is. it's um, easy to
1: remember because it's a bone in your leg. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh so I like I like both of those uh characters and that introduction was was pretty tight. Uh the Ahsoka uh intro was was fine. Uh they did clean up some of the CGI there on her planet, but not all of it. I still saw a thing that does not look blended in at all. Shame on you guys. Uh everything was pretty good. They give you a, a good pacing relatively there's a few things we might get into later uh later on uh not a lot of complaints i think they are i think they're able to kind of walk us into what we need to know if you don't know these characters in depth what you need to know to start this series um of course there's going to be things that you guys are going to get that i won't necessarily get uh but i don't as of right now i don't feel left out which is a a uh a, a really good thing right i mean that's a good thing uh so yeah i actually enjoyed the the episode relatively uh both episodes relatively well i, I think it was a good start and uh yeah Shocky, what did what did you think man you're you're the actual prequel fan here yeah. between cam and <laughs> i but uh what, what what did you think ew ew right yeah
2: it how dare I like the prequels? Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed both episodes. I really felt like episode one was very, uh, the tone of it was very similar to going all the way back to the first episode of the Mandalorian. You had a little bit of a western style to it, you know. Um, the the crawl, I'm I'm glad that's back. You know, even though it, it was different, it was a vertical versus the mm-hmm. you know going um, away. Uh, the characters of Balin, Shin, Morgan Elsbeth, I thought added value. They weren't just throwaway characters. Um, you had a couple of Easter eggs thrown in there with Home 1, uh, going, yep. you know, shout out to, you know, the Rogue One story, you know, and um, and then let's see, there was uh, Governor Addis, you know, from the Rebels uh, the TV show that was um Brought back Wait, was so, home one in Ro- Home one wasn't in technically that no, was Admiral uh was it Admiral Addis or Radis? Radish Admiral Radish yeah was
0: he on home one at the time I believe I thought was that thing one. got destroyed well couldn't yeah be didn't the, the, the home I one
1: mean, was it, the home one not the one from was the, the one at of return the of the Jedi Ackbar, yeah Ackbar's it's
0: Akbar's flagship the one that
1: okay. Radish was on I think that get destroyed did it not because they had
0: regardless we, at, kind of we remember, got huh? we got some uh home one of course Horse. yeah we Had got a, a, it was a little of call i'm here to public
2: capital ship yeah ready yeah. we go um anyway. we got to see the planet corelia you know and that you know kind of how it was a transition from the empire we got a little bit of uh hk droids so it was a mm-hmm. shout out to knights of the old republic there because a good old uh HK-47, one of the main characters of that video game, so, you know, assassin droid there. So, you know, it it had a lot to it. So if you weren't a fan of Rebels, there was still enough in there to get you excited, just being Mm -hmm. a general Star Wars fan, I thought. Um, It did feel like, you know, shout out to the guys that uh, krt um Corey and Noah you know hope there's a, a reunion show sometime soon with those two but you know they called it way back that there was a, a rebels sequel series uh, on the way and we kind of you know didn't really you know follow through with that rumor but we kind of knew that there was going to be this Ahsoka show or that it, you know um it was kind of a playoff of rebels and so they you know they also you know pivoted and they, you know, got information saying that this was going to be kind of the the story for Rebel. So, you know, um, interesting to see the Sabine uh, Ahsoka storyline. That one's a little weird for me on how that plays out. That mm-hmm. um, Ahsoka now, after what well, last time we saw her, you know, she was basically on her own um, when she left Ezra to go find him again. But now we're we see that. Ahsoka was training Sabine to be a Jedi even though she mm-hmm. left the Jedi order so um, it's going to be interesting to see how that whole story plays out how Sabine kind of you know is a loner rebel again um all that stuff it, but it, overall for two episodes we got a lot it wasn't slow it wasn't just like kind of filler teaser episode yeah. or anything like that um yeah i thought every every minute was used wisely for the 45 minutes of the- first episode i think it was like what like 40 41 minutes something yeah, yeah. somewhere in the second episode so um good use of timing good dialogue not you know a wasted minute on there
0: cam how, how are you feeling there
1: yeah i mean i don't think there's too much more i can add that you guys haven't really already covered there is a lot in there for you know people that have watched rebels and And Cone wars and sometimes I see things and go I know that means something but I've forgotten what it is now because I'm getting old but um but for me I I think I was more looking at it from the point of view how could you come into it you know for your point of view I guess and and coming into it without that That, that's the kind of lens I was going and looking for it and I think they did a good job of that and I think the there was some criticisms from some critics that the pacing in the first episode was a bit slow. I, I disagree with that um, because I think it may have been slightly slow for some Rebels fans who you know, just wanted to get, get into it. We don't need to know this because we know all this from Rebels, mm-hmm. let's move on kind of thing. But I think it was really needed to just establish who these people were uh, as characters and how their dynamic was that, that fit together. Um, and I think they established that really well. And and although we'll talk talk about it more in the spoiler section, I really like that we're getting to spend some time with the antagonists in this show Mm. as well and not just seeing things really from the protagonist point of view where these people just come in at the action scenes and disappear again. We're kind of getting to see the villainous side and and that Mm -hmm. actually is always interesting to me. Uh, It's a kind of story device that I always enjoy. Um, and I show, um, so so that, that's a big plus point for me as well.
0: Good, Should good. Do
1: you give grades before we get Yeah, yeah, spoilers? I was going to
0: say, uh, uh, since they released these two episodes together, and they do feel like one really long episode, they lead right in, into each other uh, fairly well. Just grade this, this two-episode premiere, uh, Cam. You did a write-up, which people can find yeah. at lrmonline.com. Yeah. Uh, what would you grade this premiere?
1: Okay, so I gave like um, episode one a minus an a- and then episode two an A. So I think if I was to, to incorporate them together as one, I would I would just go with Now flat A. I was quite impressed.
2: Okay. Uh shocking? Yeah, I'd probably be around the same. Overall A um I enjoyed the first episode more than the second episode. So yeah, A for the first episode, A minus for the second episode. Okay, I'm gonna be so like the uh, opposite of me yeah but I mean they were close I mean you, you know it's yeah just yeah.
1: I know I was right that it's almost like it's almost like a crazy thing to make mm-hmm. yeah. I think you it's know? all
0: it's all good I'm I'm gonna uh uh uh, uh go different and say it's a C. No, I'm joking. It's an a, a, a minus. A minus. Uh I got a few a few things to pick on in a little bit, but uh, okay. yeah, a, a minus from uh from me. So getting into the uh spoilers and we're not gonna recap the whole story for you guys, but uh uh No, we're we just see... not gonna
1: watch what we see.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're just not gonna watch what we say. Uh we we see a lot of, of like I said, setup, which I, I have a, appreciated. I like seeing the stuff with the villains. I like a lot of the touch-up stuff they did with uh with ahsoka and sabine uh and uh Hera. um i i don't know these characters but that's fine mm-hmm. because I, I i was an eu fan and i would pick up a book and you would be introduced to a whole bunch of of new characters and like we said earlier i think they're doing an okay job well, that's what people. i was going like, to say do you right. like
1: do you like era do you like
0: um, the I, so, so <laughs> i don't i don't want to get into the the negatives uh overall yeah they're all fine uh some are 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 better than than others um i think this show looks pretty good uh there are some moments like i said and i've got an eye for the cgi stuff and i pick on everything guys i don't just pick on stuff that i'm not a fan of uh, that's for the audience. Cam and Shaki are very well aware of how much I pick on things, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a it's a really good looking show, and I actually like the um, majority of the music, the the background music, the music that's for the the audience, not necessarily right. in mm-hmm. world music. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually I'm digging a lot good, good of good the score. score for for it. What do yeah. you think yeah. of the uh, um, the
2: end? Did you pay attention to the end credits at all with their that so score? the whole.
0: I, I recognize some stuff. I don't know what it was, but there was like something tickling the back of my mind. It's Soka's uh, theme
2: that they play at the end for the end credits, but it's like okay. a violin version. But I was wondering if you guys- It the, looks like Game of Thrones. That's exactly like what run, I thought. So. The way it was traveling and everything. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. this yeah. is the- advantage? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. It, I was like, this is Game of Thrones intro, but they used it as mm-hmm. the end credits because it was the same concept of going yep. from- play, Instead of going from country to country or, or kingdom mm-hmm. to kingdom they went from planet to planet i was like yeah this and is because a... it's such a
1: different environment it's not the same it's like it, it's like we pay tribute to it by right yep. completely different as it it's well, all unique yeah you kind of know there's thing, there's, quite there's cool. a
0: few there's a few things going on right now uh that borrowed the game of thrones uh bit oh, including mean, final fantasy yeah. 16. And there's another one. I think it. I think it might have been an anime or something. Christine and I were watching. But there, there's been like three or four intros <laughs> in this year alone. This year, where people were borrowing from uh, the Game of Thrones uh, bit. I, I like a lot of the lightsaber stuff. Like I'm, I'm relatively happy. That being said, of course, I'm, I'm still scared shitless that that this will screw the screw the pooch in the end but uh yeah i i don't really know what else to say on 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 the positives uh uh cam i went to Shocky last uh first last time what what about you what's on your um, positives list
1: i mean i guess just the, the main positives for me is as someone who you know I, I wasn't a mega rebels fan but i was an enjoyer of rebels uh, from time to time and certainly Cold wars and i just think it took me a couple of episodes we, we hear her, but you know i think with uh sabine that was there right away i just think they got really good actors to portray these characters and they they felt not like this is something new uh, this mm. it felt like a continuation like this was the live a- action version of those guys and although we haven't seen much ezra it kind of felt like ezra from the hologram but you know sabine just kind of stuck out straight away as just being almost straight off the the cartoon we her it took me until kind of really episode two yeah I, I just i didn't like she was definitely the, the
0: stiffest character
1: yeah i didn't get the motherly side of her until then but that's because yeah. the story didn't allow those moments to come out but actually when you put her in the environment of being with sabine and ahsoka and see that almost manipulative but motherly kind of care that, that she does, and that, that's really, that's the Hera character, that you know, from, from Rebels, if you like, you know, and, and it kind of really just, she warmed up to me a lot at that point, so, uh, and, you know, the, and I thought Chop was absolutely brilliant, because I was always like, you know, to me, as I said in my review, like the two best droids in the Star Wars universe are R2-D2 and Chopper, I don't know which one's better, the the plucky hero or the mass murdering, um wrecking ball that is Chopper, um, you know, um, or Chopper the war criminal, as they call him. But, um, you know, I, I just think he always worked really well in animation, and I was like, well, that's what in live action, you know? Because it almost, it's almost like you can hear what he's saying by his beats. Yeah, beaks. the It's a little bit yeah. different. Um, and his actions, you know, you know, when he does that. But that—that that is the way he was in, in Rebels. He was a, just a bit of a live wire. He had personality. Uh, and they really nailed that well, that kind of dynamic between Hera and, and Chopper when they were flying after the spaceship. I just thought that was a really good action sequence. And it kind of felt like just a live action version of something that you would have just saw yeah, in Rebels. The, the,
0: whole, the whole basket of, of stuff was very cartoony. And, I mean, it is based on stuff that already happened in cartoon world I'm guessing or similar uh, so that was one thing I would have put in the in the negatives but it was it wasn't that big of a deal it was just like a hey, star know, like wars, you gotta wars have was a little better than that yeah. I know but I don't Star Wars had lots of comedic moments. It didn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, but and, and the droids were something very
1: much the, the comedic mm-hmm. moments. I mean, three, yeah, three, three, yeah, yeah. A lot love, of love that them, stuff. Absolutely yeah. so. Like the I said, Chopper's kind of both the, in one mm-hmm. because he's a bit the, wackier at, than R2. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's just the actual fact of having a cubby right there. It's like, I don't think that's, uh, how droids would necessarily do the repairs and stuff but right. it is it's it's fine it's not that big of a uh of a deal uh what about you shaki your your positives here
2: um the the comedic relief was good uh, you know because i think the past couple star wars series has been just a little too serious like we needed a little so you know on top of chopper it. was
0: freaking ridiculously <laughs> goofy they said a vast shocky yeah. In Star Wars, wearing straight up pirates of the I don't uh of the I guess you're maybe more of a
1: fan than mando, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, like yeah. the
2: the Mando I didn't consider it, like they were aiming to be comedic, maybe the Jack Black, you know, in, in episode or whatever. That was really it, but it was more cheesy, you know, type deal yeah, with yeah, the pirates yeah. of the characters we're like, you know, Captain. Chopper and then what was uh the droid uh Hugh Yang. Um you know, that like they actually like it, their dialogue was to make you at least kind of chuckle a little bit you mm-hmm. know me so mm-hmm. yeah i i think that was a good positive to it because you know while we, there is so much depth and seriousness to star wars the, another positive like going back to the original trilogy the relationship between r2d2 and c3po and even chewbacca and han solo it it was a breath of fresh air there um the I, going straight into the action like we we got the Ahsoka versus the assassin droids right away on the um, the Witches of Dathomir planet, you know. It, it did, there wasn't a lot of just buildup. It, it went straight into it. We were kind of, we know the story now. It's not as three to four episodes of trying to figure out what's going on. We know that, you know, there's a, one group that's trying to find Thrawn, and then you have another group that's trying, you know, Ahsoka with Sabine trying to find thrawn with the hopes of trying to find ezra as well um and we're going right into it so i that to me it's is the rocket concept. science right yeah it, it's not and it, it, it doesn't it, need it, be. that was my one fear because with feloni being in charge of this and writing if you look back at you know not necessarily clone wars but rebels um in some of too. It, there was a lot of filler episodes and a lot of like, we're going to take three episodes to explain the story. Even Mando, like I feel like kind of really slowed down in the pace of it, you know, in, in some parts where we could have just, you know, solved all this stuff in in one episode or so. So I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of the comedic relief, appreciative of the, the pacing of the first two episodes, we're right into it, not holding anything back. Um, I think Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka um, is is amazing. I still hold a soft spot for Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka because that was you know the first person to take on the role of uh, of Ahsoka, but still she's doing it very well and not trying to change up the character too much um, and and keep it faithful to the the cartoon or animated version of Ahsoka. So. You know the, those are just a few of the positives i could go on and on um and I'm, oh here's a good positive too that i think you might you guys might agree on no anakin skywalker i was a, a little That's bit good. early a, on a little hesitant um you know when the news broke out that anakin you know or the hating christian was coming back as anakin skywalker and then with the last kind of promos it's been about anakin you know mm-hmm. and so i was worried i was like shoot if this is going to be the Anakin Skywalker show just masked over with, you know, Ahsoka. I was like, nah, that's not she, what were you thinking? Like loads of flashbacks or something? Or just either flashbacks he or, or yeah, or some sort of like we keep going into like Ahsoka's mind and seeing, you know, like talk like Anakin talking well, to her, you know. So I I'm had- kind of happy that this is the we'll see Anakin at some point, but it wasn't yeah. right away. Yeah. And hopefully yeah. Well- it's not, yeah.
0: We'll come back to that because I got some theories on on some stuff there. So after we get done with some of the some of my, my nitpicking, I'm not sure if you guys will uh, uh, have anything little, negative little, to say. Okay. But uh, well, I want to come back to the to the theory thing for sure. Um, on the on the the negative side, I've got I've got besides there being again, and I know Cam will disagree with this. I do think there are some shots uh, that they could have cut. Uh, edited down, shortened and it's not so much that it's any one particular shot, it's that each time you come to a new person and sometimes twice for the same character, it's a there's a real slow, steady thing and it's it's grating because it's every time. So you'll here's, uh, except for that intro kickoff, that moves pretty pretty good, but you get Ahsoka it's real slow, speeds up, and then we get into the next part, and it slows down again. That's a felony style. Speeds yep. up again, and then the next person slows down again and speeds back up, and that gets frustrating. When you think about uh, uh, even the original one, you get the high action thing up front. Your first time meeting the 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 big the big guy himself, Luke Skywalker. It's a real quick moment with a snot nosed kid being snippy with his, with his uncle. You know what I'm saying? You don't get that slow down, uh, peaceful moment with him until a little, uh, a little bit later. Uh, so I got that. So I've actually got three things. I kind of lied when I said two, cause I added that one anyways. Um, just little, little cuts here and there, or maybe switching it up to where, Hey, this person will get their cinematic, cam uh moment uh later because we just had a cinematic moment uh number two music uh i i understand they're trying to show uh sabine listening to rebellious type music mm-hmm. i do not like stuff that reminds me of earth in star wars but kyle all the orchestral uh orchestral instruments i got that but there's a difference between that and and something straight up rock and roll, where there's only one thing that can make that noise. You know what I'm saying? And it's right, very, no. very earth, earthly. Uh, I know what they were doing. I personally what don't, would you suggest uh, don't like it.
1: Tool, that would be my. We don't. I don't it.
0: need. I outside of the things like the cantina where there's like a uh an atmospheric moment if you will i don't need to hear the star wars in-universe music i don't i don't need to hear what they're listening to that's it's just it's not necessary especially if it's going to be very earth-like when you look at the cantina scene i get it it's kind of goofy and stuff like that hold on sorry wrong button uh it's a little bit goofy and stuff but they they did go out of their way to make it sound a little exotic a little bit different than just a straight up you know what you could imagine uh uh or what earth earth stuff was it sounded like it fit and it's just there quickly and then it's into the into the uh uh background I, I don't need anything other than that. But when you, you straight up put something super synth wavy like they did in, in episodes of Andor, when you bring in just straight rock drums like they did in in, uh, uh, in Andor, um, and then when you do this punk rock stuff here with, with uh, uh, Ahsoka, it takes me out of it. And I, I, it's just one of those things. The more Earth-like something is, the less I want it in Star Wars because for the love of God... It's supposed to be escapism. I fracking hate this rock. I don't want to be here any longer than I need to be and I want to spend some time in a in a galaxy far 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 away. Um and then number 3, the other thing also related to Sabine. How old is she supposed to be in this? Cuz she was what, a teenager in in Rebels or was she already an, an adult in Rebels? Cuz this is uh, like like t- 10 years teenager. Yeah, teenager. Okay, so she should yeah. be, she should easily be uh, mid-twenties-ish, maybe? Yeah, I would say. Early, okay, early why is she 20 acting 20. like a 12-year-old with that droid, man? Because even Christine was like, my God, she's acting like a teenager. Uh, it, it did, it did throw we're me saying, off. You're like, young. She yeah, she was acting very years. very 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 child and not just then but that's when she's, when Christine had made the the comment. She's a of it's a a just like
1: a of a I know but you you've you've, you've,
0: you've had your you've had your your it it wasn't just it wasn't like grown adult uh I know what I'm doing type thing it was very it was very teenagerish. So I felt that was just kind of odd cuz in my mind oh, I true. I had her pegged for being mid 20s and she was kind of behaving like Fourteen, uh, but I guess that's because that's what she was in in Rebels, and they're just kind of keeping it with the character. I don't, I don't know specifically. but, I guess but we, it, it was noticeable. I wouldn't have
1: seen that. They would have to start her with a different character and then explain guess, where that character yeah. development's come from. Because, I guess you know the last. It's just everyone else seems real adult
0: was, and not not her. <laughs> so. You know. But uh, those are my only three real gripes. Definitely less mature than the other
1: two, you yeah. know, when we're, yeah. when we're talking mm-hmm. about, um, you know, she's definitely um, quite a bit younger than, than both Ahsoka and Hera, who were both adults um, and rebels.
0: So, mm. um, yeah. Mm. War's supposed I, to make you grow I, up, I made mean, me grow up.
1: <laughs> I mean, but it did in a way. But, you know, she, yeah. was, she was living in a ship with, with people and she was running missions for the rebellion, you know, she would she just as you saw at the start, yeah, she's, you know, awarded for, uh, sort of, what's the word I'm yeah. for? Commemorated, uh, for, stuff, yeah. for helping um, liberate Lothal and all that sort of stuff, you know, so she's one of the early rebellion people um, and she's also Mandalorian, you know, which yeah. kind of, you know, in the Star Wars, you know, they've always got a bit of attitude, bit of attitude some yeah. kind of way, yeah. And I think it's just a bit of that. I mean, she's not really from Lothar, you know. She's she's a Mando, you know. So it's mm-hmm. just yeah. that that's that's a kind of home she's well, living there. in she the can, tower. She,
0: she's in farmland. That's she,
1: just <laughs> you know, what she could live in a nice place in the city wherever there is but she's not. She's living out in the middle of nowhere because she's yeah. kind of a bit of a loner. and she's an artist as well. And you know what they're like, you know, artists are a bit, you know, and she's a actually
0: you know so um. um so yeah uh those were those were my uh my negatives uh cam i know you disagree on on the shots and cinema yeah, yeah. cinematic yeah, aspect yeah. but uh, uh either if yeah. you want to come back on me on any of those or uh give any of your own negatives what you, what you got
1: I mean, I guess i just come back with it. My, my opinion is that I, I just think that sometimes Filoni's style looks very cinematic. It feels a lot like the movies. I think what you're forgetting about the movies, yeah, we sometimes had quick introductions to people, but the, the, Lucas was also a fan of long lingering shots, especially oh, when yeah. you're wiping into to something, and especially when you get the chance to show off the skybox, which I think has always been a part of Star Wars' is showing that otherworldly thing that you're not used mm-hmm. to seeing and kind of lingering on it for a moment so although there's characters coming in sometimes it's about framing the environment that they're in as well so that that's just I just we very rarely ever agree on this yeah. occasionally I've said to you yeah I think that was a bit you know that could be cut I agree with you um, I think Mando season 3 I agreed with you a little bit because it felt like too much but but normally I disagree and
0: once again that's the case here <laughs> Uh Shocky, you said you had a few things that yeah. You, you didn't
2: my my kind of I don't know, maybe we just gotta figure out the end of the story here, but kind of to your point of Sabine, right? Um mm-hmm. so if you watch Rebels, Sabine's character grows into a very mature person. She, at The very beginning of Rebels, she's you know, kinda like Ezra, a little bit bratty, a little bit lonerish, doing her own thing, but then to you know, to the end of Rebels, she's the one who got the dark saber trained with kanan and learned how to use it takes over as the leader of mandalore for a short time gives the you know the dark saber to bo-katan to take over because she realizes that she's not you know mature enough or not ready to to lead the uh, mandalorians so yeah i'm with you to like see all that see that character growth for what we saw in rebels to go right back to this weird setup with her and Ahsoka. Um, because if you go back to the, the, the show Rebels, ah- Ahsoka and Sabine really didn't interact with each other too much. Besides, mm-hmm. you know, going on the missions together. Ahsoka's yeah. main interactions was with Ezra and Kanan. And so for this whole like now, like we don't like each other or we're, we're frustrated with each other. I don't know, like it, maybe it's just something we got to get in through flashbacks or a little bit more story because To me, it seems like we've taken a step back almost with Sabine's character the most. A little bit with Ahsoka because I felt like at the, especially in the finale of Rebels, like uh, you could see Ahsoka talking to Ezra in the World Between Worlds, like, you know, not allowing Ezra to save Kanan and kind of saying, you've got to be at peace with the decisions and how things play out in life. And, you know, she's so mature and this person now is... It's not, I don't know what you want to call it, cat fighting or girl fighting with a, you mm-hmm. know another person. It's yeah. like, I, I mean, this is Ahsoka Tano. This is the one who was able to leave the Jedi Order and see the hypocrisy and everything about it. And, and so for this little bit of it, I'm kind of, that's my only, mm. I, maybe once the whole show plays out, we get a better understanding of it. But it seems to me like that's where my only gripe is. I feel like, to your point kyle seeing you know sabine interact with hu yang and you know being a little bratty about it and stuff like that to me was like yeah that's not sabine that we saw at the end of rebels you know type deal um and sabine was always like that with droids though and things like that you yeah know? and hu yang was always
1: that kind of Character that would wind people up a little bit as well, you know. Maybe, David Tennant won awards doing, for playing
0: Chiang already, really? and um, okay, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he's, he's great. Voice work I, on it. I like um, uh, I like David Tennant doing uh, voice work. He did another I, I love Listen, on, I said my yeah. review,
1: David Tennant could do anything. I don't know why Hollywood don't use him as much. Uh, Anytime you see him, in knocks it out the park. He was broad. the uh.
0: He was the Fugitoid voice for the 2012 uh Ninja Turtles cartoon when they brought the brought the Fugitoid in. He did the voice work. It was amazing, of course. And and dude, he is freaking Scrooge McDuck. The DuckTales reboot is still the best. Uh reboot, remake, whatever you want to call hands. Not the one down, he even need to put an
1: accent on.
0: <laughs> and I yeah, know, dude. But he is so good. Easy as, one for him. as Scrooge McDuck. I love it. Anyways, um, yeah. Yeah. I I I guess. Like I said, it's and and it's not just then. It's like Cam said, the stuff uh or you said Shaki as well, stuff between her and, and Ahsoka. She just came off very, very like and yeah. that's why it's kind of like yeah I I would have
2: thought by now she would have been to your more, point m- that more mature don't take but, the you know, map right. you know like you know Ahsoka lets her look at the map yeah and I was try, like why don't did you take- leave her and, alone and then you know? she just takes off I'm like yeah that's a 12 year old move there like, that exactly. I, I could see that yeah. you know so. and I I was like why why do that you know? I, I think it's, it's like it's when you look back at it's when we look
1: back at Obi Wan Kenobi and Maloosi and why why have they got you know it'll be one that he's shot himself off from the force and all that. Why start there? Because you need somewhere to grow on a TV show, you need some character development, yeah. You do, to, to I happen. get that, and I think that's I, I kind of see your point that a lot of what, what happened has been implied off screen, but I guess they're trying to build this, this relationship between them with knowing that we have got this gap of years where we don't know yeah. what happened, which they're not going to go back and just tell us all that, yeah, so that. They're kind of resetting her in some ways because of whatever's happened between her and Ahsoka in the past, you know? Yeah. So it's it's almost like she, this being around Ahsoka again is kind of pushing her back into that rebellious phase and pulling Ahsoka slightly back from Zen Ahsoka that she, she, you know, she was kind of starting to see her. And certainly um, slightly different from the, the Ahsoka we've seen so far in Book of Boba Fett and Mando. I think that's the idea—is tell her that may grow as a master and apprentice
0: going forward and develop their relationship a little bit. Maybe. Uh, let's get into some uh, some theories real quick. Uh, we we hear about the the species from outside the galaxy. This outside galaxy has a name, uh, well, a legendary name. If you if I can't you can't remember what they called it, Peridia um, or something, that. something like that um i Peruvius. didn't recognize i didn't recognize the the name uh but of course as soon as you say extra galactic the first thing that pops into mind is the vong and i hope to god they don't bring them them in well i, I mean really they don't, are not in the in, canon
1: but they're not called yeah. the vong anymore or are they they called the grisk
0: yep really like yeah. they are yeah. they are by a lot they use like snake swords I, I and don't have have the, oh, I don't know that much armor
1: about them because and... they've only appeared so far in like the throne books of it. Am I right? And um, they've never appear, uh, Maybe some comics. I don't know, but they've never appeared in any of the cast. Just in the books, Or the, yep. uh, live action, okay. certainly so, not. Um, but, but have they been confirmed as extra galactic? Uh, yes, I mean, or, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Correct. Okay. I think oh. are, are they extra galactic? I, I I say that now, but I know that thrown That's the main thing. thrown is against in like his books that Timothy Zahn read and it's him that's done it so i guess for him it's a reinvention
0: maybe of the same well, thing but
1: uh, a lot of fans don't think they're going to go in that direction i hope, direction, not. Though, I I hope not
0: i hope not but the thing, might the, not thing be the same is, place uh the thing yeah because then you got to worry are they traveling on world uh ships is there a yeah. a, 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 a hyperspace capable sentient world uh, like all of that because um, at one point there was a story in the EU prequel era books where Anakin went to uh, Zanoma Sakat or however you pronounce it uh, the Vong homeworld, and had a, a ship or the chunk of it that came to the Star Wars galaxy but um, I I don't know what to make of it but I'm guessing the force itself is probably extra galactic now and that this will relate in into that somehow some way uh when it when it comes to uh thrawn i had a theory about some. what were you talking about shaki when i was like hey we'll we'll get to theories a little bit later what was it that anakin you were anakin oh oh yeah. anakin so uh what if this was this was my my theory what if and i'm not a fan of this at all because i think this ruined Ruined Return of the Jedi, in my opinion. But what if Anakin is going to be not, not just world-between-worlds type stuff, but what if he's actually going to be Force Ghost, like currently no, post-Jedi no, Force God, Ghost? I hate no. that idea because, in my opinion, it seeing young Anakin at the end of Jedi meant that Vader wasn't, re- in my mind, meant that Vader wasn't redeemed because the old man is what he should have is what he should have died as because it's saying hey he came back from the dark as the old man died redeemed versus oh it was anakin that died and that was just vader that died and that's why anakin came back like young anakin came i don't like that and that's my theory is that maybe maybe we're gonna get force ghost hayden and i hate that
2: idea What, what do you think shaki you're pretty against that no yeah i don't i don't think so i don't i hope not um the when I know it's more world between worlds where it's okay. more cinematic scenes, kind of like what we got with oh, the Kenobi show, right? Where it was a not like the flashback Flash to training, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's, yeah, you know, a, it's uh kind of a you know, a soak, uh, you know, Wish going they would through it, the de aging, yeah, going to do that. <laughs> and not necessarily it's not time traveling but just kind of her seeing those events happening again and stuff um but yeah no we like that's what i'm afraid of i'm afraid that this is i don't think filoni's gonna do this but i think there's a lot of fans out there hoping that it is Force Ghost Anakin. You're, and you're Force projecting,
0: Ghost... you, guys, you guys are so projecting the, the cartoon Anakin onto Hayden Christensen yeah. because we got none of that crap from I, the freaking movies. I don't think movies. that's relevant,
1: yeah. though. I don't think that's relevant <sighs> to whether you want him back for a story reason or a cat. scene. See, I disagree man, with you man. both because I think, I, although I agree with what you said about Hayden should have never been replaced, uh, Sebastian Shaw, at the end of Return of the Jedi, but right. that was what Lucas wanted and that's the way right, it went here. Yeah. So they've set a precedent for it already. That's the Lucas canon. wanted a
0: lot of stupid things. So. It doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter if it was stupid or not. They've set a canon for it. And I, oh, think, I, know, like, I know I know there's a risk that we then cut like off it. her nose to spite her face because I think and actually when you look at the character dynamic that we're looking at and how we think
0: he's going to force say he ghost wants force ghost he wants it shocking yeah. oh my god you and I are I'm on the same page shocking yeah. because I him. think there needs never to be happens. a
1: conversation between that, that almost and I've said this in previous podcasts for you too so it shouldn't be a surprise yeah. that I've said this that there needs to be there's guilt still in Ahsoka but everything that happened and I let think, it be the um, world
0: between worlds not if it's force the world ghost. between
1: worlds that helps her come to that on our own I'm absolutely fine with that but I also don't have an issue with Anakin who no. is famous for having attachments, her attachment with Ahsoka, coming back as, since he is able to come back as a full ghost.
0: It's coming back to, to all that here, is holy in this, of, this almost galaxy far far away. Um,
1: um, and the fact that she's already met with Luke, you know, and spoke to Luke, who has spoken to his dad, you know, in the afterlife and stuff like that, it kind of, it just feels like it would be strange for it not mm. to happen, actually, to mm. me. Doesn't mm. need to be that much. Mm. But, um, but, yeah, so I'm mm. going to disagree with you both hard <laughs> on that one. It's it could good. be done badly. Don't get me it wrong. In be. which case, I would criticize it the same way you did it. You would. Yeah. But it could also be done well.
0: We'll see. We'll see. Any other uh, things on Ahsoka episodes one or two before we bring it to a close? No? no. I do want to say. Uh, just a, a shout out to uh, to Star Wars deciding to uh, uh, make money once again. We're going to be getting physical media releases. Yeah, like oh that's yeah. A, that's a crazy thing, right? That that's a crazy thing for physical media releases. And uh, also, Dark Forces getting a remaster because well, most modern listen, Star Wars I, I games. How many so remasters of Star Wars it, no.
2: games we've heard? Yeah, let's. Well, well, we'll no, this, that's, 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 that's this is not will, a remake. This uh, is not a remake. This is just remastered.
1: Yeah, this is like going to yeah, look like 1990s This is easy to, to stuff do. or that. whatever yeah. it was. It's 1994, I think it was. I'm just, listen, I'm I just see saying, this
0: one coming. I see that. I know see, exactly what you're getting at. It,
1: if they if they remade the game with modern graphics, I'd be interested in it. But right. it cost them an absolute fortune it to do. It would
0: be ridiculous. But here's, here's my whole thing, though is the studio's hurting, right? The studio is hurting overall, Disney, right? Not to mention just Lucasfilm and breaking them all down. Disney itself is, is hurting. And where do they go to make money? They go to physical media, something I've been screaming at the top of my lungs about, that you guys could release these on on Blu-ray. No one would drop their subscription because all of a sudden they got uh, uh, Mandalorian on on Blu-ray, and you will make money from people like us, or at least me. Probably Shocky, not Cam. He's weird. But uh, uh, and then and then the EU. I have been screaming. You guys don't give two shits about canon anymore, anyways why not make money off of people like me with EU shit and make money off of non-EU people at the same freaking time and it's just funny to see them, you know we got the Essential Legends uh, books being reprinted and and audiobooks released and uh, you've got uh, uh, EU stuff showing up in Heir to the Empire, Thrawn and stuff like that you know, uh, 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 name drops and characters and <sighs> It was, it was money left on the table. Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool stuff, guys. Check out more cool stuff here on the Genreverse. Like we said, lots of anime content, geek and pop culture stuff on Daily Cog, Breaking Geek Radio. Uh, we've got merch. Oh, man, I still couldn't. <sighs> Look. There it is. Look, there's there's more merch options right there, guys. We got even it. got our <laughs> own cute anime girl, so you can check that out. All of the videos that aren't reaction videos go up on all your favorite uh, podcast apps like uh, Spotify and Google and uh, Apple and all that. And of course, lrmonline.com. Every day for all entertainment news, needs opinions, celebrity interviews, and more. Uh, Chucky, what else you got? Anything?
2: no i mean we're we're going through some uh transitions uh but you know um yeah just keep checking out you know on the website and if there's anything you think about or you know want to cover or us to cover just so let us know in the comment section and we'll we'll do it
0: yep uh cam no nothing i can really ask. all right then so guys until, until next time may the uh may the force be with you